Welcome to episode the big five zero of the Island Green podcast. Fifty fifty, we made it. Yeah, fifty fifty. In, in honor of the late great Haley James, this is the fifty fifty um, podcast, and uh, I am joined by uh, my brother Chris over well well in the Hillsborough development over there, and I'm in the community. The community. Uh, what did I call it before the village? The village. The village. I like the village. You know, I say we made it to 50, but let's be honest, I've been part of like, what, six of these? Yeah, I know. And I you get, made it. I want to get my boys back. I got to get uh, the Friddler and DK back. We got to catch up and see what's going on. That's that's going to happen over the uh, the next few months, I hope, as things kind of wind down. Man, golf season just gets, uh, everybody's just real busy. Um, that's, it's true. I actually think we, I, I've come up with a perfect tagline for the Island Green podcast. So I just, I'm just, you know, I'm not the most creative guy. I'm just going to throw this at you. Let me know your thoughts. Yeah, the, see if it sticks. The Island Green podcast covers the island golf courses like the do. <laughs> That's brilliant. Right? That's brilliant. I don't know. How's that not been used before? <laughs> I don't think anybody reads print anymore. So I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Chris, the happy, what was the 25th? We're, I guess we're a couple of weeks late here, but. Happy belated birthday. You celebrated the big, uh, who's, I 40, met, who's 44? Yeah. Who's the famous uh, 44 hockey player? Todd Bertuzzi. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> well, I, I lived on the West Coast, so that was lots of fun when he was going through that. Yes, yeah. birthday. Birthday time, you know. And I always say, oh, I'm one year closer to shoot my age. But I'm going to have to shoot. I'm going to have to live to be 100 to even come close to sniffing that. That'd be a good uh, nine for you. Assuming I stay in the, the fine shape that I'm in. But yeah, celebrated the birthday, did a, uh, a social media experiment. I, um, I removed my birthday from Facebook just to see who really knew me and who <laughs> sent me a birthday message. And crickets. the verdict is crickets. Yeah. <laughs> like you didn't even send me anything. <laughs> we, went, we, went, we had beers. We had beers. You knew where I was I, coming. I'm used to honestly like 200 messages from people that I rarely remember saying happy birthday. And it gives me the warm and fuzzies, but I was like, I'll try something new this year. I'll see who are my real friends. And yeah, I got nothing. That's actually a really good idea. It's a, Cause I'm not as much as, you know, big social media guy and doing all this stuff. Like I'm not actively, I don't post a whole lot on on Facebook anymore. I don't have time. And it, honestly, it's what, what am I doing? Are right? you like, just, I'd rather just, you know, talk to the people that are important to me in person or, or whatever I find, but it is a time suck. I, you are able to do other things like golf and uh, other activities that you want to sit in front of social media for hours. You can, you just yeah. choose not to. And I applaud you. I'm lucky. I work from home so I can kind of do both. Yeah. Uh, when I'm supposed to be selling golf trips. Uh, I, I, we just mentioned your birthday and it got me to, got me to, uh, remembering, remember you had two birthdays? Yes. <laughs> Listen, but this, this story only gets worse as you grow older. Like as a kid, I found out that I should, uh, basically that my, my, my mother, God lover, she gave me a fake birthday. Do you remember the context behind this? Yeah, she was, she, she thought you were, you were, she was tired of you being at home. <laughs> exactly right. So by now I'm the third boy that yep. she spit out Yeah. and, uh, my birthday's in November and the cutoff to send your kids to school for argument's sake is like the first week of October. So if you turn five by this age, then uh, you can go to school. But if it's after that date, then you can't. And mom the fiend that she is said, I'm yep. not having my son around for another year. Yep. Somehow did He's ready a, for school. a basic forgery of whatever certification is needed to put in school and basically told the school that my birthday was not November 13th, but August 13th. Like just, had, so the, the sad part is, and now the statute of limitations has long since been, you know, dismissed here because, you know, 44 or 40, 39 years, but, like she worked at the hospital. She got a, she got, I think she, didn't she get like a. Oh, I'm not going there. I thought she just took my birth certificate, maybe put some white out on it. I'm not putting her into full, <laughs> full blown fraud here. I don't want my mother to go to the clink, but 
<laughs> long story short, when I, I was it. doing, I was like, I think it was grade two or grade three. And again, I was, I didn't understand. I was like, yeah, hey, fake birthday. Like we'd be traveling in Florida and I'd be like, Hey, it's August 13th. I get a cake. I remember you guys are bad. You're like, why, why is he getting a, a, a cake in August? And I was, I was just taking advantage of it. Anyway, I kind of remember, uh, one of our projects was to create a calendar month by month. And I went January, December, and I worked hard on it. And dad came in and said, hey, what, what are you working on from school today, son? And I was like, well, I'm making this calendar. And he's, he thought it was cute. He saw his birthday in July. And then he flips over to August and he sees, and I wrote in big block letters on the 13th, my fake birthday. <laughs> and again, this is a school project. And dad's like, yeah, why don't we, uh, you know what? That's a little secret with it. Why don't we just change it to the dog's name? So August 13th, all of a sudden was Scooby's birthday, if you remember. And <laughs> that's what I had to bring to school. I still, I, I literally didn't understand what the heck was going on. I didn't, I couldn't fathom. My mom didn't want to spend another year with me at home, you know, playing with crayons. But, oh God, uh, but yeah. you know what? And I, when you, well, I was thinking about this just as you're talking about it. Like this obviously was a premeditated thing. You were obviously, you know, up up to the because it was August 13th was the birthday, so she had to put the 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 wheels in motion much before you know September. <laughs> so he was probably like what the previous us. Christmas was like, yeah, this is the this is the last bloody time here. Spending Glenda's a scam artist. Like <laughs> I am not. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, it's fine. I made great friends in school. I actually was one of the smartest in class. So maybe it worked out in in, in my favor, but. Uh, that's true anyway. too. That is true too. You were actually very, very, you, you were the straight A guy. So that was uh, my, my birthday. Did you have anything uh, going on since our last pod? Dude, speaking of kids, I, um, uh, I have been quite busy coaching. Um, and, and I shouldn't say coaching cause I'm not the head coach or anything else like this, but to backtrack a little bit, I have always said to, to dad and, and people that would ask or whatever, cause people would ask if I was interested in coaching and I said, I'll coach when I'm done playing hockey. Um, but the problem is I just, you know, I'm now 46 or whatever the heck the, the, you the still play is. and you I'm still, still play. playing quite a bit. So I'm like, if I don't start, I, it, it was never going to happen. So I was, um, my buddy Shane Don asked me to, to come out and evaluate goalies for his U13 AAA team. And I didn't know any of them. So I go to the rink and I'm, I'm watching this hockey. I haven't watched kids hockey like ever. And, um, so there's eight goalies. We, we kind of had it, you know, narrowed down. There was a returning goalie that was, you know, obviously, uh, gonna, gonna have a great shot at being on the team. So, um, anyway, long story short, we got them narrowed down and we, we picked the teams and, um, I had just said that, you know, I, I really enjoyed that, that process. And I said, Shane, like, would you mind if I come out and maybe help out with the goalies a little bit, you know, and, and see what, see what's up. And he goes, yeah, you know, we have someone that kind of helps out with the goalies. I'll ask him just to make sure it was okay. And it was, and said, uh, yeah, no pressure. You can come out whenever you want. <clears throat> so, 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 so hang on, before you go, you said you had eight goalies and you had to whittle it down to two. So, so how many hearts of kids did you break? Uh, well, simple math tells me six. Now, did they then say, I well, I, did, I didn't make it as a goalie. I'm going to be a player or were they goalies and you just sent them to the B leagues? No, at this age, I mean, they're all kind of set in their positions, right? I mean, it's a little bit different. They're you 12. Be, uh, true, but you can also, you don't know anything about sports. You just don't be looking at me like I got four heads. By 12, I just, I just, you okay. know what you want to be playing, right? Like I knew I wanted to be a goalie when I was five, right? Or six. I retired from hockey when I was six. <laughs> Yeah, I, know. Uh, I knew I didn't want to be a hockey player. Anyway, okay, continue. You're coaching. Guy Lafleur. So um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I, I'm like, Shane, hey, uh, you know, when's, when's next practice? I'm going to, you know, come out. 5.45 in the morning, Blech. Wednesdays are, are the regular practice time. Um, <laughs> anyway. You don't even get up that early to play goal. You know what? I haven't missed. I've missed one so far, and this is, we're probably over a month in. And I have to say, this is the, I love this. Like these kids are fantastic. They're all in that they're, they're they don't have a lot of attitude or anything. They're all, it's the AAA kind of a rep team. So they're all really keen on learning and, you know, they're like sponges and they're all like little mini adults and you can have conversations with them. And, and the two goalies that we got, 
I love them to death. Like they're just, they're so mature and, and fun, happy kids. And anyway, I, you know what my biggest fear though is, I mean, when I went to goalie schools 40 years ago, uh-huh. uh, or well, 30, 30 years ago, they're teaching me skate saves and double leg slides, right? Like, Hey, I make sure that your pads are stacked properly and leaning forward. Like they don't, is that's that not the same that, same that way you teach not these even close to what they teach them. so <laughs> i'm worried you know that i'm going to teach them something that you know isn't sort of uh valid anymore or you know any you know but i but i don't think that's the case everything's kind of at the end of the day it's hey whatever's going to make you help you stop the puck and uh but it's we went to fredericton chris i'm telling you you remember mom, she had all of the photos. She was a photo taker, right? Of the group. And and she would take all these photos of the, the hotel rooms and the parties that they had. None of the Hold kids. on. Hold on. So you're, you already went to a hockey tournament in Fredericton with the team. Correct. Correct. God, you just sponged on this opportunity and took it for a, a whirlwind, didn't you? It was, that's, the, it came up a little quicker than I thought. But anyway, they, awesome. I, I said, yep, yeah, I'm going to go. So. Anyway, we, we go over, the kids are playing stick hockey in the, in the hallways. And I'm sure that most of our listeners who have kids or whatever, like this is old hat. But for me, I remember doing that. I don't, I was never sort of the adult. And now, uh, so we go over and, uh, had a great weekend. Uh, I mean, up till three, four in the morning, you know, drinking with some of the parents and such, like this is the dream. Like, as awesome. we, as we have matured a little bit here and I realized that was the whole reason our parents took you guys on a hockey tournament no trip question was no just question. to get absolutely hammered in the motel rooms yep Part and yeah so uh it's win-win i guess kids yeah. are having fun getting some exercise parents can uh, blow off some steam be in another city why not so leads me to our next little personal item uh this is a deeply personal uh deeply personal item but i i thought i'd bring it up because it is kind of funny uh the one practice that I did miss the, the was the morning after I had a vasectomy. <laughs> you're you're telling our audience here. I thought that was I obviously knew about that. I didn't think you'd you you'd broach that. But I think it's oh, what the hell? Con- it's convenient. You went from oh I love kids, I love coaching kids. <laughs> but, uh, you know what? I definitely don't want any. <laughs> so uh, so uh, nice nice segue there, Arsenal. Uh, that actually really is, but I mean, <laughs> I just love this opportunity. I'm having so much fun. When I Doctor, do this, this ain't for me. No, I, this has been actually planned for a couple of years. And uh, anyway, due to COVID, it was supposed to be done in Fredericton. It never did. And long story short, I uh, I, I, I I put it off until, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And um, anyway, so. <laughs> so. Are we getting a play-by-play? You're actually going to walk us through this whole no, process? No, not the whole thing. Not the whole thing. Because uh, if you're like me, I'm already crossing my legs. Because obviously, <laughs> I I haven't done this process. I want to keep the curry gene alive. My wife and I have absolutely no inklings. But we so still I, could. Uh, you know what? For anyone that's interested, uh, I'll go through a little bit of the process. Not the And for procedure. anyone not interested, just fast forward a minute. But anyway, yeah, yeah 100%. So I told that my doctor, my family doctor, I said, yeah, I'd like to get this done. I said, okay, I'll refer you. So ends up that uh, I get referred. There's a new uh, urologist in town. Uh, ironically, his son plays U13 hockey. That kind of came up in conversation. But anyway, oh. um, anyway, and he, uh, so he calls me up, or the, they called me up and said, yeah, we're going to have this appointment in November what, uh, 13th or 12th, we'll say. Doesn't matter. And uh, so I put it in my calendar. But I only put it in my calendar as the eggplant emoji and the scissors emoji. <laughs> so I honestly forgot that it was coming up until like basically I live and die through my Google calendar. So I'm looking at November. And I'm like, oh shit, here, here's that. Here, the, the day is coming up. Funny. I haven't, you know, it's a less than a week away. I haven't heard from the, the doc. I don't know anything to do. Yeah. Are you not supposed to? This was eat or drink past 10 p.m. Right. I don't know or... anything. And I'm, you know, obviously quite nervous. So pretty solid urologist you have here. So I, uh, I, it, the weekend comes to Thursday, Friday, and I don't hear anything. So I, I, I called them. The procedure's on Tuesday. So I called them on Friday. Um, and they said, well, they're, they're, I don't know, they're out or whatever. It was past the doctor's hours. So I said, okay, great. So anyway, I called up on Monday and call up on Monday. The clinic was, the, the doctor's office is closed on Mondays. I'm like, yep. Standard PEI hours, closed to God. Sunday, oh, Monday, half a Saturday. 
So <laughs> anyway, so that's fine. I um, I called up the the clinic at the hospital where they're having this where I'm having this procedure done, and uh, they said, um, "Yeah." Uh, I said, "Is there any prep? Do I have to like not eat or anything?" And they're like, "Nope, just uh, no show up in the in the morning." I said, "Great, perfect." And I really wasn't that nervous. Slept okay the night, night before, so I go in the next morning. Standing there, and the and my and Bernadette Wet came with me. She, she has she has to take care of me, right? So <clears throat> I'm sitting in, <laughs> sitting in the waiting room, and uh, they call my name pretty much right on time. I walk in, and the first thing the girl says is, uh, "All right," um, and it's a girl. So I'm like, uh, "Your heart is already going, right? You're already thinking, oh, God, this is gonna be whatever.' Now the PEI is not small at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so anyway, first thing person she asked me, uh, so did you shave? And, and uh, Chris, not a word of lie. Tell me you were talking. You, you, your, first, your hands went to your face, didn't you? Was like, my first thought was like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, <laughs> no. You, like, I didn't Dude. get any, I didn't get any information. So this is the first thing she asked me. I'm like, no. She's like, oh, okay. Have you ever taken no your problem. dog in for surgery? Like, you know the process. I, uh, okay, listen. I don't know the process. I okay. don't know. I figured, honestly, I've seen enough of these movies where they do surgeries. They come in and they do it all, right? Like, and you know, well, I was yeah. thinking when I first saw That's this what girl, you're paying like, for. Great, great. Here you go. She's going <laughs> to she's gonna be the one shaving my balls. So anyway, she says no. <laughs> I say no. She says, oh, okay. Well, we'll get you a razor. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is off to a great start. So she gets me this razor. It's not like a Bic. It's like a, a like an electric razor. I'm like, I oh. this is one of those manscape things that is not going to, you know, start cutting things. I wondered well, how many other people forgot. I, I, I don't have a, no idea. It's a community shaver. I have no idea. All of this could have been avoided with a simple email, by the way. So uh, I go into the, the bathrooms. Now, if you're familiar with the, the clinics, the, all the bathrooms are along the highway or a, ha- a hallway, sorry. And I am sure, I mean, you close the door, but it ain't like it's soundproof. So everyone in the hallway is probably hearing this. And I, oh, man. I, I, I'm like, this is was, this was great. Doesn't have to be a razor or something else could have been. Anyway, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so I am absolutely mortified and I'm just thinking, ah, oh, Christ, let's just get this over with. So anyway, finish up, go in and, um, that could have went a couple I mean if you're not familiar with the electric shaver down there as well I mean you yeah. have your own bloody mess already before you even got on the table there <laughs> hey, don't, don't worry Again, about Doc I think I did something here myself we're fine crossing my legs and just I mean obviously I'm going to visit your house if I open up the uh, the freezer I'm not going to find any little cups of Letty that's just holding on in case you change your mind that, that... no no there's okay. nothing like that I uh Good. What's what's funny? So he so he finishes up, and it, and for any guys that are thinking about getting this dunked, I've had some people ask me about it. The worst part of the whole thing is the freezing, like just the anticipation of the needle going in to like to freeze things. And after that, like the rest of it was like you don't feel anything. You just kind of what I wish I had was like my phone or something just to distract me because you don't feel anything, but you're just like you're just yeah, you're just uber sensitive, right? So if I had my phone, I would talk. anyway we guy the guy was the doctor was really great but um what after it was all said and done like this is how little i thought about it i i'm getting my put the clothes back on or whatever and and the guy's like uh yeah so you gotta kind of take it easy you know for the next uh couple of days for sure and then you know no no baths for whatever blah 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 and i thought god i'm supposed to play hockey on sunday i can't play hockey on sunday (laughs) shot in the nuts I'm like, Full you know, blown I, golf, golf tea times have to be pushed. Uh, no, no, no goaltending. No, Are you kidding me? No. You're only on your crotch the whole time when Honest you're goaltending. Honest to God, I, I, I just, I'm brain dead. I just never thought of it. Anyway, I, had, I took it easy for the next couple of days, but uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't crazy, man. I, I'll say that uh, I'm glad I got it done, I suppose, but um, I suppose, but uh, anyway, I got it, I got it done. Uh, tying it back to golf though. Do yep. you know the most popular time to get a vasectomy? Masters weekend. Oh, honest that to God, is brilliant. Yeah, and and I, I I even I was even like this whole procedure that I did, I, I wasn't having it back in August and September. Like no. I was getting it done. Like in November was the was the time. If it wasn't November, it was December. 
Um, I mean, I could have went anywhere in the, in the wintertime, I suppose, but yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, that was, that was my vasectomy story. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll cut to the next story then. (laughs) 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 So that's, uh, absolutely, absolutely not. Uh, Do you think it'll affect your golf swing? I guess. Uh, God, I hope not. No, no, it's fine. If anything, the golf balls will go farther. Anyway, um, you know what we should, uh, getting back to the pod, we, we threw out some questions. I just kind of want to wrap up cause we never talked about them. And I'm talking about a, a poll that we did, um, back before Christmas, or, or sorry, back before Halloween, the scariest golf holes on Prince Edward Island. I just threw it out there on Twitter. So, uh, I don't know if you had time, uh, in between snips and golf that you had a chance to think, well, this, do you have any I was worried golf about my holes? Own poll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is scary that's for sure uh yeah really um i so oh, no, I, I i threw out number six i said hey what's the scariest hole and i threw out number six at belvedere golf club i don't know why it just it's right in my kitchen i yeah. can't get a drive down the middle uh you kind of want to bail out to the left it's a, i'm sure everyone on the spot is playing belvedere one time but you know it is a long par five that has water to the right woods to the left and the first shot isn't as demanding as almost the second shot depending if you want to bite off more than you can chew. Yeah. Um, so I threw out six. Uh, friend of the pod, Morgan Bell, she threw out six for sure, gave her anxiety. But then she also threw out number four at Stano. Uh, one, and I, I can Yeah, you're oh, going to yeah, have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So four is the, uh, is the dog leg left. It's basically... It's a it's a really tough tee shot um, because of par that. Four? Par yeah, four? Yeah, it's par four. I mean, driver, you're into the woods long... Um, so you're basically, you got to hit, or, I mean, you could cut the corner. Some folks do that. Um, but if you overcut it or sorry, if you, you hook it a little bit too much, then you're still in the woods. It's like, yeah, it's just a really, uh, it's, it's a short distance to get to the safe area, but it's in that uncomfortable 200 and probably 20 to 250 range, but you can't go further and you can't be too short. Otherwise you're left with a really crappy, crappy shot. It, I, yeah, I, I definitely see that one. Yeah. I think it, I think these are ones that like almost a better way to say it is like, which, which holes are in your kitchen. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think for anyone that, that Belvedere, if you don't say 18, I mean, that's, that's the one that, you know, when you look at that hole from the tee shot, especially playing back in the blues, it's so intimidating because the trees kind of come in at you, but then you get out there in the middle of like in the fairway, you're like, my God, this, this hole is so wide. Why does it bother me so much? But everybody, you know, it is an illusion. And it's like, you need to hit it. You think you need to hit it 220 yards straight down the middle, but you yeah. don't necessarily have to. Um, and that's actually why Belvedere is such a good design. Cause you know, no matches are safe. Even on like, oh yeah. Yeah. 15, 16, 17, 18, 16, obviously short part three, but great finishing holes for all matches that I'm sure have never been sealed. Uh, or there's been a lot of flip flopping. Um, Sticking with Stanhope, uh, Stu Musgrave, Scotty Morton, they said 13 at Stanhope. All the par three. <clears throat> it's it's all over water. It's pretty much as close to an island green as you're going to get. Uh, uh, pardon the pun. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that, that one, because that's another one that if you hit it right to left at all, um, or even too far left to right, you know, you, you, you can get into, into trouble. Yeah, that one's a, that one's can be a instant water hole, especially if the wind's howling. Oi, they, that's, uh, I, I like my, my biggest, I think on the entire island is number 17 at, in, uh, Avondale, that stupid hole with, it's just it's stupid cause I, I hate it, but, uh, with water all down the middle of the, the fairway and there's room left, um, which should be good, but uh, I just played it, I don't know, the last round of the year or whatever. And all I remember is just thinking, okay, just hit it straight. And of course you hit it straight and it's going right at the the water, like right there, right at the water. And it's a really tough layup because the layup kind of, the, the, the fairway kind of slopes into the, into the, into the water. Oh God. Yeah. Not, not that. Right in your kitchen. So. Um, some people were saying number three, Avondale, Tim York said number three, Avondale, then actually said 18. And then I had to, uh, I only played Avondale once 
I think this season, so I had to then Google and, and deal with them. I'm dealing with it. I remember number three, Avondale, because I was playing with you guys. Yep. First round on the island. Yep. And I just went up and smoked my three wood. It was the, and uh, right down the middle. And, and all of a sudden, you guys are like, oh, get down, get down. And sure <laughs> enough, I, I looked at you. I was like, what? And they're like, well, there's water there. And you can't see it from the tee box. And of course, perfect shot right in the water. And, um, <laughs> And, uh, and, and who am I blaming? You guys. Of course, if you told me it was there, uh, yeah, yeah, nothing would have changed anyway. Um, yeah. Jeff yeah. Kowalski says seven at Fox. Um, Adam Gallant, eight at Crowbush, six at Gables, a couple more for three at Avondale, seven, eight at Mill River. And then Jamie Berry says, I think it depends on the mood of the geese on 16 at Green Gables. So... <laughs> Yeah, Green Gables has some tough holes. I think I think it's a, it's a kind of a it's one of those questions, Chris, where a lot of folks would think like, what are the most difficult holes? Uh-huh. And then there and then it's like, which ones are sort of in your kitchen? It's almost two different questions. Um, but oh, 100. And I guarantee people are listening to this and they're like, why are you saying three at Avondale? It's a joke hole. I do this or I do this. Like they have different ways. So it's never even crossed their mind that it's potentially challenging. But for some people, it's just yeah, right yeah. in their kitchen. Yeah, I, I exactly. Yeah, there's a, and there's a, geez, yeah, there's, there's a, there's a bunch now. He's like, I look at Avondale, I'm like, or, uh, Anderson Creek, and I'm thinking that 14 tee shot, the one, uh, I don't know if you played there, Chris, in the longest time, but it's par five. It's a probably rated one of the toughest holes on the golf course, but it's, it's par, yeah, it's, it's a long, it's again, it's a shoot. Um, and you get out there, it's kind of like 18 at Belvedere. You get out there and it's, it's, there, there's plenty of room out there. But you got to get a good straight one. Too far left is OB, or at least at least lateral, and and too far right is just trees, and then it goes down and off, drops off a cliff. Number four at Brudenell. Speaking of very similar, that is that's probably actually beats my number seventeen at uh, Avondale with regards to what's in my kitchen. It's a par five, and I can't. I I just I can't. I, I don't even remember the last time I hit the fairway on number four. It's it lost its big tree. In the oh, that's of the a little. That's the dog leg left, right? Yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And, and you had to step, go up the steps to see your landing spot. Yes, make sure you're not hitting yeah. into people. Yeah, and you yeah. probably know it because you usually wait in a tournament at least 25, 30 minutes at that one because it doesn't. Yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely, I definitely hit mine right in the problem in the in the problematic area. Oh my god, we almost had a big number there when you were playing together. Exactly. I think you exactly. saved the day. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Um, so that was a fun, uh, thanks for everyone for answering that. We had another one. It's by far my favorite debate. I'm going to ask this to every golfer that we get on the pod. Should we ever get another one? Um, who would you rather play with a slow player or a cheater? Or who would you? Okay. Yeah. 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 Who would you rather play with? Yeah. I mean, you you don't want to play with either. Let's be honest. Everyone would answer that way. But if you had to choose slow player or cheater and for context, Cheating wouldn't mean money out of your pocket. Uh, yeah, it just means that they're. It's not, it's not tournament play. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. So letting you answer to that, who would who would you rather play? Keep people's names out of. I'd rather it. play with a cheater all day. Yeah, I, and I, I, and I'm with you because slow play ruins the day. Um, however, I, if you're not if you don't want to be honest with yourself, you don't want to play it as it lies, you don't want to mark your right score. If and it's not affecting me any. Yeah, go give yourself a 64. I don't give a shit. Just don't keep me on the golf course for six and a half hours. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my thought in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, 46.7%. So this was a close poll. Yeah. Uh, they chose the cheater. So they would rather play with a slow player. 53.3% of our uh, people that answered would rather play with a slow player than a cheater. Uh, I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Arguably, man. two of the worst things in golf, and uh, yeah, I mean, they both. They both. If you're one of those two, you both you suck on either way. But like, uh, it's. Uh, I don't know. Luke Lacey I, said, I, "Slow player, eleven times out of ten. Jason Tobin said, "The golf gods will catch up to the cheater." So, good comments. <laughs> yeah, that that's a fun poll. Um, yeah. Yeah. What was I gonna uh, say? Oh, uh, did you? Oh God, Chris, we never even really, I've never talked about this after the fact. So Belvedere had their lifetime membership draw. And I, and first of all, for anyone that's listening, uh, and, and not familiar with what this is, 
it's a, it's, and <laughs> you will be next year because I'll be selling everybody's tickets, but hundred bucks and you get an opportunity to win a lifetime membership Belvedere. But it's not just that. It also includes a green fee, which yeah. like if you're going in and, and, and <laughs> going to go play around as Belvedere, I'd be like, give me a green fee. Give me the lifetime membership draw because, you know, extra 40 bucks could win a lifetime membership. No it question. was, it, it, I think it was my first purchase <laughs> when I landed in Prince Edward Island in June. I think you sent me a note and said, Hey, they're doing this. And I said, done. Yeah, hundred bucks. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you get a round of golf, and I have a chance. And it's not. There's a few other prizes, like top three. I think got prizes. Yeah, a chance for lifetime membership. And I'm. I know you were there, and I wasn't. And you. And I actually, I think, came pretty darn close. I think I was like in the top ten. Still didn't get anything, but just some anxiety. So I'm glad I wasn't there. But tell <laughs> me so that. Tell me that the winner is ninety years old, just to completely uh, help out the clown. <laughs> I gotta have to look up the the winner, um, but I, I gotta oh. tell you how the night went a little bit because um, they didn't sell out. I think there was over three hundred sold, which is which is great. It's a great fundraiser, um, and uh, all the, the you know the money goes back into the club, and they do some improvements and such. Um, and uh, anyway, but we we get there and it was held at the brewing company. Uh, big shout out and thanks to them for for hosting. Um, and uh, food and drinks were were flown. It was it was awesome and. So we're, we're going through and of course I get, they, they do them in sort of rounds. So they'll do like, we're going to, we're going to take the first hundred, you know, or we're going to take it down to, if say it was 320 tickets sold, we're going to take her down to 200. So they, their RP's up there, Ryan Power, he's just, they're, he's getting the tickets from Jamie Moran and he's just rhyming off the names. And then there, there's accountants that are, there's basically it's double checked, you know, that type of thing. It's all very legit. And uh, anyway, they take it down to 200 and I'm like, great. I survived the first 200. Everybody at the table, you know, that, that I was at survived the first, you know, 120. Very shortly after my name gets drawn, big boo. And then Bernadette's name gets called boo, you know, whatever. But there's still one person, you, that is in the list that hasn't been called. We're down to the, the last hundred hasn't been called. We're down to the last 50. Your name hasn't been called. Now, when we're doing this, of course, there's a lot of people around, you know, there's probably about, uh, I'll say 50 people that are in the, in the room and. RP had, he always buys like six tickets or five or six tickets. And, um, anyway, he just, he wants that lifetime membership. And every time he, he's, he's doing the draw, right? So he, he'd get the name and he'd be like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> Ryan power. <laughs> so people following around, scratch the name, kind of have a laugh. But also Mike Irwin had bought, I think maybe three tickets or two or three tickets. And all of his were still in there as well. So we're at 50. We get down to 25. I think two of his tickets are still available. Yours is still available. Uh, Smallwoods was still available. Like there's all these names that like, I'm, I'm super interested in, in what's going on. Get down to the top uh, 10. Now, one of Mike's got called before the top 10, but there's still like. Uh, two Mike's? Uh, yeah. So we had, he, Mike Irwin had two left. You had one. Um, I, I, anyway, how do I hedge? I just want to hedge right now. I'll take a three year membership. I don't think you can. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't. That's an, the, the, another story. I wish, I wish you could, but you cannot, you cannot make deals, uh, oh. anymore or anything else like that. But anyway, long story short, you were, and I'm, I don't know what to do because I'm like, oh my God, I got to get a hold of Chris somehow here. I think you were away. And I'm like, he, he could win a lifetime membership. He's, he's going to see this. So then they, they fired up the, uh, maybe they fired up the, the Facebook live for the last five, maybe the last 10, I think it was the last 10. Anyway, of course your name gets called number seven and I'm like, oh God, that sucks. But Mike Irwin's still in it. Um, in fact, yeah, he had two and one of his got called. So we still had one left and now we're down to the top five and fifth name gets called, um, not Mike fourth name. And if like, he's getting so excited and you can just tell like he's <laughs> anyway, the bummer is he finished third, uh, which was 20 green fees. Um, I think for next year, second place gets a, uh, the membership for next year. And then first place will obviously gets the lifetime membership, but it's a, it's, it's an unreal night. And of course, anybody that's got a little bit of gambling fever in them, um, no golfers don't like to gamble. What are you talking about? Honest to God, yeah. Join, join Anthony Warren's golf golf page where you're you're gambling for equipment there. And 
fills up in two seconds. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, that's a really cool, like I worked at golf courses. I actually gave away a lifetime membership at Bear Mountain and we auctioned it off and uh really, really cool concept. Long-term liability, terrible. Especially if you got like a 15 year old that wins it. <laughs> oh, big time, big time. But, or Yeah. But I don't know if it's transferable or not, but uh, I, I think that's fun. I mean, didn't Belvedere used to do like a poker tournament? The winner got a year membership as well. Those little things I think are really, really neat. Oh, yeah. 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 Big time. Um, yeah, I, man, I, there was one year actually that back in 2000, and, uh, I want to say 16, they did the draw. And I was working at, uh, or I was working in the East Coast Art Party down at the, uh, the downstairs at the factory. And I remember I was, I, I didn't even know the thing was going on. And I had, a, you know, I always buy a ticket or whatever. I saw a tweet and it was, congrats to Len Curry finishing second in the lifetime draw and winner Sue Allen. And I mean, if you know Sue, like I love Sue Allen. I was so happy for her, but I couldn't help but think if I was at the Belvedere <laughs> draw, there would have been some negotiating, I feel like going on. Cause I, I don't know if it was frowned upon at that stage. And I just thought how much, like, I think I probably would have offered a lot of money to her in, then instead of vice versa, right? Like maybe, maybe yeah. I don't know. Go man. by the, go by ages, go by how many years left. You plan yeah. on moving off Island. I know. Cause I just moved here. I deserved it more than anybody else. <laughs> and, uh, it did yeah, not happen. No <laughs> question. <laughs> I would have been booed. I would, I would see you sent me a note. Saying, hey, there's a draw. Remember, there's a side draw for like six dozen Pro Vs. You're buying a playing card or something like that. Uh, yeah, you were yes, like, yes, you needed yes, the playing yes. card, one in 52 chance. Yeah. So, so you said, I bought your card. And I was just like, yeah. great. And the next thing you know, you're like, you're still in it. So I was like, oh, I have a chance to get some golf balls. No. I, no. I and, then, and then you're like, no, you, you, you finished seventh for the lifetime membership. I actually didn't even know you were there that night. I thought I had a chance of winning some golf balls and you were really excited for me. So, um, yeah. Well, I would have like been really excited for that. Absolutely. Six, like, and I think it's so crazy. I, as I mentioned, there's 50 people there, maybe. Anyway, and they had two draws. One's for, um, or is it one deck of cards or two deck of cards? I feel like it's two deck of cards. One was for a set of wedges, three wedges, and uh, they're Vokey wedges, like fantastic prize. And the other was for like six things Pro V. So, I mean, you're talking, you know, three fifty, four hundred dollars um, And uh, Mike Irwin goes around, he's got, and I'm like, there's only 50 people in here. There's no way you're going to sell all 52 cards. Gone in an instant. That guy, <laughs> that guy knows how to sell. And it was very impressive. Um, anyway, I wish I won something, but hey, congratulations to the winner. I don't, I, I wish I had the name i didn't do my research but uh anyway next year everyone get your tickets yeah i'll, I'll be buying one for sure um so now we, we just you close the golf season obviously in pei all the courses have been closed out for a little bit of while tarps are up um congrats on getting through a uh the fiona season uh lenny just recap the year do you think you will play more golf next year uh <laughs> I do you know how many rounds you played? I guess I should ask. Should um, so long story short, I used to keep track of every time I kind of went to the golf course, be it a nine hole scramble with Bernadette tournament round, whatever, like, well, anything that didn't even go into golf Canada's app, um, I would still keep track of scrambles and all of that stuff. And then I came to the realization last year, what am I doing this for? Like, why am I like what? There's the no... answer is pod content. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can just, we can, we can find other people. Like we can find Gamester, Roddy Willis, you know, Dave Shellington. If we want to talk about how many rounds people are playing, because at the end of the day, I'm like, what, what am I keeping these records for? Like, it doesn't make, I don't really care that much to be like, Hey, how many rounds you got? Well, I got 110. Oh, well, I got 120. You know All what? Right. Buckle, you know what? It, for you. It's a really good point, actually, because because there's nothing worse, again, being in the industry. When you talk to someone, I'm a proud member of XYZ Golf Club. Awesome. Yep, I paid this much. I paid this many rounds. $3 a round. I worked yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I hate when people say that. It's the last thing I want to hear. It's yeah. the last thing golf courses want to hear. I, I, like, I'm all for getting good value and playing and having fun, but 
you don't play just for the sake of trying to get your average cost down so you make uh, I get money. my money's that, worth yeah get my money's worth not a fan but anyway okay well yeah. I, mean, I just i just know you played a lot of golf you had some crazy good trips uh do you anticipate yeah. a similar year next year i guess you would have just say oh yes oh my god right? god i hope so honestly yeah. i mean i honestly uh, people ask and I, I we i gave up wet shooting weddings to basically free up my weekends for things like golf tournaments and for those listening golf. he photographs he doesn't shoot people at weddings shoot weddings yeah no you're right um but yeah like I, it used to be it used to suck right because you'd, you'd get a booking for a wedding and i and i loved shooting the weddings as you as you know you don't do it for 10 11 12 years without loving it i loved it uh but you'd be booking up a wet uh, a date that's two years in advance at least a year and that was a saturday that you could not really you know book off for anything else uh, play the maritime cup playing any golf tournaments just yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. So in the last couple of years, I'm like, you know what? Life's too short. Let's, uh, you know, I don't really need to shoot weddings. They're going to full-time job, couple of them. Um, so, you <laughs> know, let's just, uh, let's, let's just enjoy the, the, the golf tournaments when I do it. So I, I really make no ball. I don't feel bad. I'm, I'm, I, I worked it and now I'm, you know, very thankful to be, I have all these golf tournaments and such and, and be able to play them all. Um, but yeah, no, next year, I think, uh, I think it's going to be similar. I had a blast this this summer I, with um, going over to Brunswick was definitely one of the highlights, and I'd like to do that again uh, for the mid master. Oh, right. And, um, uh, the, but just like the tournament circuit in the island, um, went to Cabis. Won't be going to Ireland next year. Um, just I don't. I don't think any listener is going to say in good faith. Yeah, I plan on playing less next year. Every golfer I think listens. Yes, I want to play more. I want to play more. I'm hoping to play more. Uh, for me, I definitely need to play more. Like, yeah. I, uh, so, yeah. I, too, I, I think it's a dumb question, but I'm just curious. I know you played every day in 36 holes on Saturday, so I was just like, is it possible you could play more? And you think it is, so good for you. I don't think it's about playing more. I'd like to vote the same, but I think that uh, the only people that probably aren't expected to play more are those that are probably about to have kids or have young kids, and we both know that ain't going to happen for me anymore. So <laughs> we're, we should be just fine. Oh, Who's your favorite circle. goalie after all this? Uh, well, that's what I'm teasing the boys. I said I went to the doctors. I wanted <laughs> to see wanted them to make me play more like Andre Vasilevsky. And I'm like, <laughs> you spelt for it a wrong. Zest. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, let's wrap this up. We got some uh, PEIGA players of the year. Let's give them some shout outs. Sure. Uh, yeah. Don't ask me how. I'm assuming they. You got the they, list up. I do. So I'll start at the top. Uh, I got the email here. So the men's amateur player of the year. Do you know who it is? Do you want to guess? No. Yeah, I know who it is. Okay. Nicholas Dolamont. Yep. Congratulations. The women's amateur and mid-amateur player of the year, Mrs. Miss Bailey Kern. Yep. Yeah. Solid player. Senior player of the year. I love this photo of him that they keep using. He's hanging over the, the flag stick. He's a big supporter of golf on Prince Edward Island. Uh, senior player of the year, Jeff Cook. Hi. Yeah. Talk to Jeff all the time. He's our insurance broker for uh, for Kerry. Yeah. Great follow. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Um, nice shameless plug there, Kerry. Only Ryan Sherry, locally owned and operated. Women's senior player of the year. Not sponsored by Kerry. Sherry White. I can get her to do the books for her. <laughs> <laughs> un un under 19 junior boys player of the year. That is... Caleb Drake sitting there with a dormy head covered. Good photo of him. The under-19 junior girls player of the year, Lexi McDonald. Now we get the fun categories, and I actually didn't know that. So there's mid-amateur and mid-master. Yeah. What's the difference? Master's over 40? Mid-am's over 25. Okay. Yeah. So the, the men's mid-amateur player of the year, friend Hack. of the pod. Hack. Steven Anderson. Got to talk to that guy. Get him on the pod again. We just find out what he's doing. Because I think he's over, well, he, I know he's over in Nottingham, England, playing hockey, uh, tearing it up. But I think he brought his sticks. So I don't, I don't know if he's played much. Be nice to know. Lefty. Yeah. Uh, women's Midmaster Player of the Year, Melissa Castle. Yep. Yeah. Uh, women's Super Senior Player of the Year, Lynn Dorgan. Men's Mid Master Player of the Year, Len. <laughs> oh, they spelt their name wrong, and there's a more handsome guy here, yeah, Mister Anthony Warren. Yeah, you're saying handsome because he doesn't have the beard on. If, if, if he's got the beard, I'm way more handsome than him. I, I 
don't disagree. <laughs> Shot, shots uh, fired. Let's go some more under under 15 junior girls player of the year. What a finish on that swing. Isabel McKinnon. Oh, she's got a great swing. Yeah, oh my god. Great player. She's gonna be well, she's already really good. She's gonna she's gonna tear it up in the Maritimes, I think. Under 15 junior boys player of the year, Brett Shaw. And last but not least, men's super senior player of the year, Dr. Lawrence Harrison. Quiet on oh. the team. <laughs> the best baker in best baker slash golfer in PEI, I think that guy. We we played in them in with them and there were no baked goods at all. Uh, you know what? You're right. But that was wasn't that the Sunday or was that the Saturday? Uh it was at the epic. Oh yeah, shit. It was the whole day. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it was a one yeah. day event. Sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah there were ah, what disappointment, eh? Agreed. He must, he must have known that the last time he brought baked goods, we were playing in Crowbush. Uh, Roddy invited me out, playing with do the doc, and he had, uh, what did he bring up after the round was over? It was uh, it's like a chocolate loaf or something. Oh, my God, it was good, and I kept eating it, so he's probably like, I'm not bringing this because the guy's just going to eat it all. Well, he's going to motorboat it, and he's not going to hang him anymore. Yeah, absolutely. So now, Chris, uh, I have the question for you. Are you going to be playing any simulator golf? Oh, hundred percent. Simulator golf works with my work schedule. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, at any time you could go play, but uh, I, I'm assuming they're open after eight o'clock, so I'm in there. In nice. there like swimwear. Yeah, I know. It's the, kind of the the silly season as far as the sim golf goes. I'm really hoping. Last year I was playing on the track, man, and and my my buddies will attest to this. I don't know what the hell it is. Maybe it's my swing in there, but I have this crazy rat duck hook. Like goes 200 yards and it's so damn frustrating because it'll go out perfect and then it'll just duck hook the like a hundred yards to the left. And I'd like to think that I don't do that in real life. And I remember coming up into the spring this year, I was so petrified that I did do that because I was complaining about it, the software and ah, this just doesn't work for me. And I get out and, and I didn't, I actually had a really good, it was Avondale and I remember thinking, oh my God, thank God. Because I was starting to get worried that, that I had developed this crazy duck hook swing. And uh, anyway, it just doesn't like my ball flight, I don't think, on there. But hopefully this year, that's... There, there will always be skepticism, no matter how technology goes on simulator golf. That's true. That is, that and, is true. And I actually, uh, we host an event out west of the underground simulator. And I could actually hit drives... 330 yards. So I think it's absolutely accurate. Standard. And uh, I have no problem with simulator. No, I have, the, the technology is there. It is lots of fun. And help me out here. I see, I know there's one downtown. I know there's one out by the airport. And I know they're starting to pop up at golf clubs as well. Yeah. Golf Mania has them as well. But I, I, that's both instruction, I think, as well as playing some courses. Anyway, they're, they're, they're everywhere because they're lots of fun. So yeah, they are. I know that they, they're, they're popping up sort of everywhere. If you search online, there's, there's a whole bunch of, of new ones that are popping up and, yeah. um, try you know, promo code Island green. It will not work, but, uh, <laughs> tell them where you heard about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, then there, and unfortunately Belvedere is, is because of the Fiona damage done in the clubhouse. I don't think they're they're certainly not getting them open to start the season. They're probably going to hope to by the time, uh, hopefully by the season's over, but I'm, I'm not exactly sure when, um, they, I think they got had some damage due to Fiona. So who knows? A lot of work to be done there. Roof had some issues, but simulator uh, season. Yeah. Yeah. That um, means it's pod season. We should be able to get out a little more regularly all of a sudden. Yeah. We won't, but we should. Yeah. I know. Let's not make any promises anymore. <laughs> We're done making the promises. Semi-annually pod. Anyway, well, listen, for anyone that's still listening, thanks so much for listening. Um, if you've got any topics or anything that you want to talk about. Oh, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do on our next one, Chris. I want it to be kind of like maybe after you get work off work on a, on a weekday or maybe a, a Saturday night that, that, that we're free. I want to do a live one. So we're basically on Zoom. We can post the link to the, the Zoom meeting out there and just have people drop in and we can... Uh, we can heckle we can them live. Yeah. They can heckle us. I like it. It's a good idea. Shoot us a message because we'll, we'll make it happen for our next one. But anyway, in the meantime, enjoy the, uh, cold weather. We need to sign off and, uh, salute a legend. Oh my God. Absolutely. Salute a legend. Yeah. Just, uh, just yesterday. I don't know if you watched Chris, the, um, uh, 
I mean, I know it's near and dear to, to our hearts. I follow it all, but you know, Borea Salming, um, the, it was so super emotional when, you know, it wasn't even a week and a half ago. Like it was not that long ago that he got, uh, a tribute in, in Toronto. Um, and you talk to folks that watch him, he's like, yeah, most of them consider him the best defenseman to, to play in a Toronto uniform. Um, Introduced a lot of Europe to the NHL, which as we yeah. know is, is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Yes. What did they say? He was like the guy that brought the the rough and toughness. Like uh, you know, guys like Don Cherry didn't think the Europeans could be tough and couldn't be like you know rough and tumble, um, and and you know throw their weight around and such. And this guy did exactly that. Uh, he was one of the first Europeans to bring that style of hockey. Uh, of course, being a defenseman, you know you, you're kind of expected to do a little bit of that, especially in the era that he played. Um, but uh, yeah, watching him, you know, the, the other day with uh, Daryl Sittler by his side, and you know, bringing back a lot of memories for me. I'm sure you as well. Just sort of like with the 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 effects of ALS, you can tell it had really taken over, and um, you know, got it just unbelievably shitty, horrible disease. Two weeks later, and uh, and he passes. Since uh, I'm so glad that they got that tribute done uh, for him. And, uh, oh, great. I'm real classy by the organization. Usually classy in Toronto Maple Leafs don't go on the same line, but, uh, <laughs> just, just kidding. Leafs fans. I know there's just, a lot of just the but, fans, <laughs> but no, like seriously like that. How about well time is that, uh, he had that memory. The family has the memory. Like it, it just brought his name back to the threshold because it was such an emotional tribute and like it was on social media and everything. And for it to then, I think it must have been a week or something, a week and a half later. And, uh, uh, he's upstairs. So, uh, our pod shout out dedicated to the late, great Borge Salming. Yes, sir. Uh, so I and guess with fuck ALS, <laughs> you goddamn right. <laughs> I, Sorry, hope to, I hope to live long enough that this is, uh, no longer a thing. Uh, I think yep. they're getting, I think they're getting close. So, uh, yeah, I guess with that, Chris, let's, uh, let's sign off. We'll get this, uh, Get this podcast out to folks. Hope you enjoyed, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. All right, buddy.